Welcome to Slaking Thirsts, a podcast that's all about bringing the thirst deep within our hearts for love and communion to the heart of Christ, a divine heart, who is seeking our love and communion in return. The hope is that the two thirsts would meet and both thirsts would be slaked. Like I said at the beginning of Mass, today we celebrate the feast day of St. John the Evangelist. And I always get a kick out of the gospel that we have for his feast day, where we hear not once but twice John himself in his gospel mentioning that he ran faster than Peter. You just think, you know, if, if we had a gospel of Peter, if Peter would have written something like, and the younger disciple, because he tripped the older disciple, got there first, you know, something like that. Anyway, anyway. This feast day, this feast day has a special, special significance for us here in the Diocese of Cleveland uh, because our cathedral, of course, is named after St. John the Evangelist. I was ordained there. Deacon was ordained there. I don't know, Deacon Roger, were you ordained at the, the cathedral? Yeah, so because I know they've done ordinations at different places uh, throughout the years, but the cathedral of St. John the Evangelist, I love that that is our cathedral just because the more I've, I've studied Scripture, the more I read and pray with Scripture, um, the more I fall in love with it, certainly, but the more in particular I fall in love with John the Evangelist. His gospel and his epistles are just exquisite. A lot of it has to do with the fact that he lived to a much older age than the other apostles. He wasn't martyred. Uh, and he, you know, his theological reflection, um, it got richer and richer as he aged. Which, you know, I look out at you esteemed, wonderful, wise people. It's just so clearly true that that's how that works. So, but I love his gospel for those reasons. So St. John is without a doubt, he's the apostle of the flesh. That's what I want to talk about this morning. He's the apostle of the flesh. There's such an emphasis on the flesh in his gospel and his epistles. It's from John in the gospel that we have, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. What is born of the flesh is flesh, and what is born of the spirit is spirit. And the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. The crowd grumbles. They say, how can this man give us his flesh to eat? Jesus responds, unless you eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, you have no life in you. Flesh, flesh, flesh. So much flesh. Many other examples too. But why? Why this emphasis on the flesh, on the body? Because of what we just heard in that first reading from his first letter, where he says this, what was from the beginning... What we have heard, what we have seen with our eyes, what we looked upon and touched with our hands concerns the word of life. That's a capital W word. So logos, the logos. For the life was made visible. We have seen it and testified to it and proclaimed to you the eternal life that was with the Father and was made visible to us. What we have seen and heard we proclaim now to you so that you too may have fellowship with us so I, I just imagine that John, as he aged, he only became more and more filled with awe and wonder at the mystery of Jesus Christ. Like he must have just kept turning it over in his mind that this man, this man who I have memories of, who I ate meals with and I walked with and I teased and laughed with and I know what his eyes looked like and what his hair looked like and the smell of his breath in the early morning. I know what he was like. That man brought into this world the mystery of God. 
Like, I imagine John just never got over it. I mean, like, how could you? How could you? He was amazed at the mystery of the Word made flesh, that the infinite God came within our grasp. Later on in this letter, 1 John, we hear John say that every spirit, every movement, every, yeah, spirit that denies Christ come in the flesh, he identifies, he says, is the spirit of the Antichrist. In other words, we can recognize the spirit, the animating spirit of the enemy, wherever we discover a denial of the incarnation, a denial of the bodiliness of Christ, or the, the fact that our matter, that matter matters, that our bodiliness matters. The church father, Tertullian, he said this, and the catechism teaches this, quotes this, the flesh is the hinge of salvation. We believe in God who is creator of the flesh. We believe in the word made flesh in order to redeem the flesh. We believe in the resurrection of the flesh, the fulfillment of both the creation and the redemption of the flesh. Like at the center point of the mass is an invitation to behold, to look upon, to do what John is saying, to look at the body of Christ, to touch the body of Christ, to take in the body of Christ to commune with the body of Christ. Like all of this, all of this is more and more pressing for us today. Like we're living in an era that has fully embraced like this denial of the importance of the flesh. Like we're living in an age that has, that we're seeing the consequences of Rene Descartes' bad, bad idea from centuries ago. Rene Descartes, a French philosopher with the very great mustache who said, I think, therefore I am, right? Cogito ergo sum, I think, therefore I am. Viewing our humanity, seeing it as this split between body and soul, that what really makes me, me as a human being, is not my body, it's this immaterial soul that just happens to be inhabiting my body. Does that sound familiar? <laughs> Welcome to our world. Like this split between the body and the soul this is, these are the ancient heresies that just don't die. Manichaeism, Gnosticism, dualism. Like, his dictum, I think therefore I am, has now flowered into the sort of foundational principle of our world today, which is, I think therefore I am, whatever I think I am. That's the world we live in today. That we now live in a world where we can think things like, I'm in the wrong body. The only way you can think that is because you've embraced this split between the body and soul, this denial of the importance of the flesh. All of this, all of, the, all of the confusion and the chaos that we see in our world today surrounding the body, surrounding the flesh, all of that, the antidote's the gospel. The antidote's the gospel. The word made flesh. The antidote is Jesus. So we ask for John's intercession today that we too would be apostles of the flesh, that we would love our flesh. Our flesh is where Jesus meets us. And our flesh is what will be raised to glory. Amen.